This episode of Mamma Mia Recaps is brought to you by Pure Blonde, proud sponsor of Pure Batch. Three, two, one. You need to taste it. Flowery. Flowery. Uh, Flowery. Yeah. From Mamma Mia Recaps, you're listening to Batch Chat, the podcast that has a little less giggles than Vaco does, but way more fun than poor old Batchy Matt has been having this week. <sighs> yeah. Need to chat with you about some stuff. Every Thursday night we'll be popping into your ears to help you digest this week's episode of The Bachelor and it's been a bloody doozy this week. My name is Rachel Hart. I make podcasts here at Mamma Mia and there's a very good chance that I'll probably be signing up for next year's Bachelorette. I'm Karen Donnelly. I spend my evenings recapping The Bachelor for mamamia.com.au and spend the rest of my time chasing down any batch gossip I can find. And I'm Rennie Beasley, and for my day job, I make videos of Liam Hensworth running on a beach shirtless in the Mamma Mia video team. It's very important what you do. I'm very you do jealous. God's work. Yeah. Thank you, thank you. As I mentioned before, a lot of stuff has happened in these episodes. So we're going to get into it as quickly as we possibly can, but we can't go anywhere without first discussing foot juice. You need to taste it. Okay. Oh, Jesus Christ. <laughs> At this point, I'd rather drink the foot juice and make Matt happy, so I'm just going to cop the foot juice. <laughs> I can't <laughs> believe you're going to drink that. Oh. Foot juice. <laughs> foot juice. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Kick off the Sunday shoes is yeah. the way you're going with that. So uh, episode one, pretty much the first thing that happens is Abby gets taken on a single date, which precisely annoys every single girl in the house. Uh, and they go and make wine, basically. They're making cocktails, so they juice citrus <laughs> fruits with their feet. I was like, is that even a thing? I thought it was just grapes that you did that with. Mm. Yeah, I think Oshie got a little bit creative. Oh, my God. Could you imagine if you had a cut on your foot? Yeah. And you, oh. I also could not help but think, like, sometimes toenails get a lid on wildly. People get to cut them. Sometimes they <laughs> fall like, off. <laughs> imagine slicing each other with each other's toenails. Ow! But the best bit was after they did the juicing, Matt was like, oh, do you want to taste the foot juice? <laughs> and Abby leans in. She was fully prepared to taste the foot juice. I am going to defend Abby here because we are Australians and we have a culture of drinking alcohol out of sweaty shoes. She was just being an That's Australian. True. That's yeah, very no, Australian No way, her. Jose. That you was wouldn't, Ren? No. No way. No, God, No. So they make their cocktails with their feet. They end up in a pool together. Because, and of course. Of course they do. We It's obligatory in their contracts that they have to end up in their bathers at some point in time. And it comes down to the wire where Abby apparently has been anxious the whole time because she needs to tell Matt about some flowery language. We're not going to say the word. You all know what was said. We're just going to call it woof woof. Um, We're all class here. We are all class here. It was said about him by Monique. I d okay. Um, honestly, all day I felt a bit sick because I wanted to tell you about this, but I didn't know when to do it. I didn't want to ruin our day and I didn't want to... No, I mean, like, so you, you never need to hold back. So she basically just, there's a bus oncoming, pushes Monique in front of said bus. <laughs> the Wolf Wolf bus. The Wolf Wolf bus <laughs> by the pool pool. <laughs> Which takes Matt a bit by surprise. What do we think? I have to agree with Sagan on this one. I don't think Abby had any business in just bringing in mansion gossip 
into Matt's life. I think everyone's playing their own game here and that had nothing to do with Abby. But can I say, isn't that part of the game? Like, they are all there to get Matt. Mm, precisely what Mary said. See? They're all there. And to- Mary would know because <laughs> she's commentating every episode. I love Mary. <laughs> no, but they are. They're all there to get Matt. They're not – and I. there was one comment made about Abby that's like, well, she's not here to make friends. Well, no, it's called The Bachelor. It's not a sorority house. You're all there for one I reason. I think she was very smart. Mm. I would throw, I'd oh, throw so you're on the her wolf under the bus bus. <laughs> <laughs> mm. I mean, yeah, I just don't think I would engage with it. Well, this all led to the cocktail party to end all cocktail parties, really, because... On this episode of Law and Order, where people call each other bad names, <laughs> Matt turns into Detective Law and Order and basically goes on a rampage. So pulls Monique aside first and foremost, confronts Monique. Monique flat out lies to him. Then Abby gets involved. Then he just... Then he walks around the cocktail party and, like, takes them aside one by one. <laughs> mm. And I love that all their versions of events are slightly different. <laughs> slightly different. One person definitely heard the woof woof. Someone was like, I heard the woof woof, but I think the woof woof was a joke. And someone else is like, no, the woof woof happened and it wasn't a joke. And then Ellie's like, I didn't hear any ha-has when they were saying yes! the woof woof. <laughs> It could not have been a joke. Mm, I think, yeah, Matt just took on that role, didn't he? He really needed to find out. It was almost like an science experiment, I think, to him. He was like, oh, no, got to get down to need a solve A for B here. <laughs> got to crack the case. Yes. Um, but I think at the end of it all, a lot of us were expecting Monique to go home. Mm. And she didn't. I, no, but we've got to remember the best bit when he went and told them it had been a tremendous waste of, of time. And they were all like... Well, we've been naughty. <laughs> because he was so serious. He was genuine. He was so disappointed in them. I he wonder, wasn't angry. He was just disappointed. I wonder, has anyone given him, like, has anyone ever said anything bad about him before? Because he genuinely felt heartbroken by that. I don't mm. think he had ever heard such language. Well, that's quite fair. A lot of us haven't heard such woof woof language. <laughs> My favourite rumour of the week was that they were just um, reciting Trent from Punchy. <laughs> <Yes>! <laughs> And the fact that Monique went home and reciting Trent from Punchy is the best thing I ever heard. What the hell just happened? So this brings us to Thursday night's episode. Tensions are still high and Matt decides it is a great idea to invite both Abby and Monique along on the group date. And guys, Oshie's dumb games are back. He's outdone himself. Hasn't he? There is a massive slingshot. There is a, I don't know how many bouquets of flowers. I just like how the, the slingshot was dressed up in a nice Persian rug. Yeah. <laughs> it's like just that little accent there. It's a gun. It's Persian, baby. It's Persian. <laughs> Basically, the idea of the whole thing is there's a group of girls, Matt's flinging bouquets of flowers at them and they have to catch them like at a wedding. Ladies, this is the very last row. They have to fight to the death they do. to get the I just like... As if that wedding tradition isn't, like, cringeworthy and outdated enough, mm. like, as opposed to getting then like, flung at you at 60 kilometres an hour. <laughs> <laughs> it's like the bloody bachelor just put a pun and a protein into this wedding tradition and was just like, here you go, ladies. <laughs> Catch this. <laughs> He's taken on Osha's, Osha's form as well, yeah, ladies. Yeah, hanging around with Osha way too long. Catch by the game. <laughs> but I love the fact that none of them thought it was weird. They were all like, yeah. <laughs> 
Yeah. Um, we'll bloody tackle each other. Hats off to Monique. Didn't want to participate. And I was yeah. like, look, I don't judge you. Emma was the only one, of course, that wasn't participating as well because, guys, there was a massive mud puddle yes. right in the middle Which, of the Which, quite frankly, area. mud is hard to get out. Emma, you're not even trying. Yes, I am. There is a gigantic puddle of mud. True, but if you're going to... Position yourself as the stage five clinger very early on. She's, you I, need to get she's involved. She's letting me down. Like I yes. expected her to be doing some crazy shit, mm. but she's just like hanging out. So uh, five girls get through. There is a second part of the date because, of course, there is, uh, where they're dressed as brides and grooms. It's awful. It's like a, it's a sister wife situation, but they've got to compete. <laughs> It's really weird. I just loved the fact that when they had the camera on Matt, he was like, when I was coming up with these ideas, I was like, Matt, you didn't come you up. Didn't. You it didn't. It is all Osha. Do not take the credit. This is all from Osha's beautiful brain. Osha's still giggling behind the bushes. Yeah. <laughs> He's <laughs> loving it. He's what so proud idea. this week. <laughs> so the compatibility tests saw Abby's bouquets get snipped off very quickly, which meant that she was out of the game because everyone basically had a beeline for her. She had a target on her back. And Vako won some one-on-one time with Matt. And then she just sat there and giggled and it was so <laughs> cute. What's it? Not. She Hashtag was, not. She was just like, mm, yeah, no, I wasn't expecting this. Don't Imagine know what to do. Imagine just sitting in a conversation with someone trying to get, I don't know, a sentence out of them and then just being laughed at the whole time. Uh, I was not, like, come on, you can do better than this. Not to mention the fact that she spat red wine all <laughs> over him. Mm, that kind of reminded me of Sarel that time off maths. Yes. Oh, Hilarious. Just, it was just too awkward. I'm glad that you thought it was cute, Karen, because I just it was awkward. I thought, bless her. <laughs> I did think bless her, and I still like her, Yeah. except it was very evident that compatibility isn't, wasn't, wasn't um, there. Wasn't yeah. at 100%. Funnily enough, she won the compatibility <laughs> test. <laughs> <laughs> Sure. Osha, there's a bit of a flaw in the <laughs> yeah. old game. So then we move on to the second cocktail party. Drama is high. Still there's some issues with Abby and Monique. Matt's feeling a bit defeated because he feels like he's been lied to and he takes Monique aside at the cocktail party. Yeah, so Monique is like, I can't really recall whether I said the wolf wolf. <laughs> I could have said the woof woof. <laughs> I don't know what the context the woof woof was in. I have a bad memory. Yeah, I said a lot of woof woofs. There was a lot of woofing. I don't know. Woof. And, yeah, woof. <laughs> when all she really needed to say was, you know Trent from Punchy? Yes. Yeah, that's what I was doing yeah. that day in the pool. But she didn't. And the result of that is that go home. And Monique was not the only one that went home. Vaco. I'm sorry that you did not receive a roast. Can you please take the time now and say goodbye? Was anyone surprised that Vako went home in the roast ceremony? Vako was. Yes, she was. No, it I was really oh. sad for her. I don't think she was surprised. I just think rejection's hard for anyone. And, that, and putting true. yourself out there, you're on a nationwide television show, it would be crushing. And uh, on our other podcast, The Spill had the batchy on himself a couple of weeks ago and he actually said that it's genuine feelings for him. It genuinely does get hard and you, I think you kind of saw that in this episode because there was a shot of them outside near the limo hugging and mm. she was genuinely upset and I think Matt genuinely was too because I think they had fun together but it's just the romantic feels aren't there. Mm. Who do we think is going next, guys? Her name is Nikki. <laughs> She's going she, home. She is the yeah. cheerleader. And I don't like her. She doesn't get much airtime. 
But neither does Cassandra. Yes, Cassandra. I think we're. I think Nikki, oh, Cassandra. True. I think Emma, our stage five clinger, is going to go because she's just not clinging. She's not. And if you're the stage five clinger, you're going to do some clinging. I think there has to be a single date with Emma before she goes. Yeah, home she's first, next week. So I guess we'll have to wait and see what happens next week and you will have to wait till next week for another episode of Mamma Mia Recaps. Thank you so much for listening to this one and don't forget, if you do like Mamma Mia Recaps, you can subscribe and feel free to leave us a rating. You can also share it with your friends. They might like to have a listen. This podcast is brought to you by Mamma Mia and if you'd like to check out any of Mamma Mia's other podcasts, and Karen Donnelly's recaps, you can head to mamamia.com.au forward slash podcast. See ya! This episode of Mamma Mia Recaps is brought to you by Pure Blonde, proud sponsor of Pure Batch.